This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. It's time to find some new value stocks. We've learned our lessons from the rich retirees, and now we want to, you know, put them to use. And that means we're going to find some good value stocks that have rising earnings estimates. And you know what that means? That means the Zach's number one rank, the strong buys. Earnings season is winding down, and this is when we've seen a whole new batch of the number one ranks come on. And that's because they've all reported. And so the analysts have been able to raise or lower the estimates now after the earnings reports. So we have a good idea now where the top number one ranks are coming from. And Now we can try to find some of those that are also cheap. So in this screen, it's the basic screen I've used many times on here, but it mainly is just looking for those value stocks with the number one rank. And that includes a PE, but of course, of course we always use the PE, right? Or mostly we do, but that'll be under 20 and not under 15, which is our normal level. And that's because I'm adding on a price to sales ratio under one. And that's a little more difficult maybe to get both of those like much, you know, cheap at the same time. Uh, But so we raise the PE a little bit so that we make sure we get the price to sales ratio under one. And then, of course, we're adding on the Zach's rank of number one. Now, remember, the price to sales ratio is more important than ever. We have a lot of really high price to sales ratios out there with the gross stocks. Like I looked at NVIDIA's recently and it was a price to sales ratio of 44. So we're looking under one and a lot of these other uh, you know, tech names in particular are over 10, many are over 20, that's extremely expensive. So what does that mean Like when I say, oh, it's 44 and that's crazy? That means you are paying for every dollar worth of the sales, you are paying $44 for that $1. So you can see you're, you're not getting it on sale, that's for sure. But For us, with the price to sales ratio under the one, say it's 0.5, that means for every dollar of sales, we're only paying 50 cents. So we definitely are getting it on sale. We're getting it cheap. So I ran the screen and I got 50 stocks. That was a lot. Now I do have to admit a couple of them were just like hitting on that price to sales ratio of one because it was one and under, or it was very close to the one, but that's okay. So it still qualifies. Um, I'm okay buying the sales, you know, spending a dollar to get the dollar two because it's got the low PE and the number one rank. So the earnings should be on the rise. So let's take a look at five of these stocks. Um, You know, it had a lot of the names we have talked about recently, some of those that reported a little bit earlier in the cycle. And of course, our favorite industry, the home builders. There were a bunch of home builders on there again because they surprised the analysts again with another round of good earnings reports this last quarter and the estimates have been raised on the home builders. But I kept those off this time because we've talked a lot about them over the last couple of years. So you all know those pretty well. And I tried to pick out some companies that maybe we haven't covered or at least not for a while. And maybe, you know, it's interesting to see that they've regained the Zach's number one rank. Uh, So something good must be going on with some of these. So let's dive right in. 
Okay, the first company is the Andersons, ticker A-N-D-E. I personally just like saying the name for this one because it's one of the few companies that has the the ahead of it, like the Andersons. It just sounds cool. And they are in the agribusiness area. Um, We've talked about them in the past. We talked about them last year, I think, when the Ukraine war hit and a lot of the uh, agriculture commodities and the agriculture industry stocks, you know, got a big jump up. And so Anderson's was one of those, but it did come back down again. So I am kind of surprised to see on this one that it's got the number one rank. Now, remember the Andersons, they got rid of the railroad business. So they are in fertilizers, but they don't make the fertilizers. They're a distributor of it. So if you're a small farmer, you might not go to Mosaic directly because you're small, but you still need the fertilizer. So you go to the Andersons and they sell it to you. So fertilizers, grain elevators, they have a trading component. Uh, I think they have ethanol still. So they're based in Ohio. And so big in the Midwest, obviously, because that's where a lot of the agribusiness is. They do pay a dividend, even which is always impressive, even though they're a small cap company. Um, that dividend is yielding 1.5%, but they've always been real shareholder friendly. So keep that in mind with them. Maybe it's a Midwest kind of thing. You know, we're, we're going to give back some of our money. Uh, year to date, though, this was surprising to me, too. The shares are up 46.3% now year to date, but still cheap. Price to sales ratio is just 0.1, PE of 17.5. But one estimate, that's all we have here at Zacks, is higher in the last 30 days and pretty significantly. So they raised the full year to 290 from 238. And that's still lower than last year because, it, again, it was Ukraine war stuff going on. So it was much higher last year. But 2024 also increased it up to 326, which means uh, that's earnings growth of 12.2% for next year. So if you're looking around for the agriculture type of stocks, the Andersons is one to keep an eye on. And the stock is fairly volatile, though, because of the small cap nature of it. So keep that in mind. So that's the Andersons, A-N-D-E. And then the second company, we have talked about it, but it's, it's been a while on this one, too. Ethan Allen Interiors, one of the furniture makers, ticker ETD. So it used to have the H on the end, remember, but people got it confused with Ethereum. So they got annoyed and they changed it to E, T as in Tom, D as in David. So keep that in mind too. But Ethan Allen, interesting. Again, this is another small cap, the market cap of just $803 million. It has a PE of just 9.5. Price to sales is 0.99. So they just kind of snuck in there on the price to sales side. Year to date, these are up uh, almost 19%, but off their recent highs to start in August. So it's had a little bit of a swoon here on worries about the consumer, slowdown in housing that's going to impact the furniture retailers. But again, still cheap. Uh, Two estimates are higher in the last 30 days. 325 versus 304. That's still down 19% because last year it was booming. But um, you're going to see a turnaround going forward here as the comps get a little bit easier as they, they hit this low this year, but next year, hopefully, it's a little bit better. 
Dividend, though, this is always the interesting thing about Ethan Allen. It's yielding 4.7% right now. They've always paid this nice big dividend. They have good free cash flow, and I think they still have no debt. The last time I looked, they had no debt. So uh, they do pay it out. They have paid specials during the pandemic when things were you know, really awesome, but still got the big dividend yield. So that's Ethan Allen, ticker ETD. Then we're going to switch over to uh, an interesting side of things where nobody's really looking around and paying attention to. So it's still a value stock, but it's red hot. So this is Modine Manufacturing, ticker M as in Mary, O, D as in David. And I went in to figure out, I think I've covered Modine in the past, but I couldn't remember what they did. And so I went to their investor relations page and on the top, right on where their earnings reports are, I see this uh, comment and it just says, Modine reports another record quarter, raises full year earnings guidance. Stop. The end. (laughs) Like That's all you really have to know. Another record quarter and the raising guidance. Well, we can see why they got the Zach's number one rank, right? So yeah, two estimates are higher in the last 30 days for for fiscal 2024. That's pushing it up to 272 versus 235. That's a big jump up. And that is up 39.5% over last year where they made $1.95. So that's some real good earnings growth right there. And then fiscal 2025, two are also higher, pushing it up another 20% to $3.27. So what is it that they do? They're on thermal management. And that's global. So they have a couple of different categories, but the main one, climate solutions. And they said that was in the last quarter, it was driven by higher sales of data center cooling products. Data centers, very hot right now. With AI, you it takes a lot of data with AI to run that those programs. And so data centers are being built all over the place. And obviously you have to cool them. So Modine is involved in all of that. They are, uh, I would call them a small cap company, $2.4 billion in market cap. So that's pretty small. No dividend with them. But year to date, the shares are up. Are you ready? 133% year to date. So who says only growth stocks are doubling in 2023? That's not true. Modine is one of the value stocks that is. And what does that look like? It has a PE of 16.4. And a price to sales also right on the edge of just 0.98, but it did sneak in there like Ethan Allen did. So we'll take it. So that's Modine Manufacturing, M-O-D. Then I'm going to switch over to the consumer. And so I was surprised to see the several retailers on this list and like the consumer side, like Ethan Allen. But this one is Skechers, ticker S as in Sam, K-X. S as in Sam, K as in Kitty, X is an X-ray. And they're the largest company we're going to talk about today with a market cap of $7.8 billion. They sell the shoes, obviously, worldwide. But I'm a big fan of Skechers myself. I don't know if you've ever ordered any, but the cloud memory foam stuff they have is real good. They have a lot of arch support in there. They have cute styles. They are relatively affordable. They're, they kept the cost down, relatively speaking. And so... Yeah, I really recommend the Skechers myself. Um, However, I do not own the stock in my own personal portfolio. Maybe I should since I'm such a fan. 
But what does it look like? So PE is at 14.9. Price to sales just hits the one. So we're paying a dollar for every sales with this one, but that's not too bad. And shares year to date up 20%. But over the last month, they pulled back a little bit on these concerns about the consumer. So down 3.1% over the last month. But the analysts real bullish on Skechers. 2023, seven estimates are higher in the last 30 days. It's pushing up that full year to 336 from 314. That's up 41% from last year when they made just $2.38. Six are higher and one is lower for next year, 2024, but another 17% earnings growth to $3.94. I know with a lot of these big global retailers, they were getting hammered on like the cost of shipping the shoes, um, you know, globally, but shipping costs have really come down. So that's helped a lot of these companies and they've worked on getting their inventories under control. So that's also helped. Uh, but Skechers, it's like I said, I, I enjoy them and I buy them a lot. So I'm not alone, evidently. Everybody else is too. But if you're looking for those consumer side, usually the shoe companies do pretty well in recessions. So keep that in mind. Skechers, SKX. And then we are going to finish up with one energy company. I'm kind of surprised there were any on here. But there was one, and it's CVR Energy. And the ticker for this one, though, don't make my mistake. I was like, oh, it must be CVR. But it's not. It's C as in cat, V as in Victor, I. CVI is their actual ticker. They are a refiner. So they do do petroleum refining, but they also refine for the nitrogen fertilizers. And I took a look just to kind of see what was happening last quarter. They did pay a cash dividend of 50 cents. That was like their their regular dividend, but they also paid a special dividend of a dollar a share. So the dividend yield Yahoo Finance gave me was 5.8%, but it's going to probably vary depending on what Yahoo is putting in into that dividend on their site. But they are paying out a lot of this uh, good free cash flow back to the shareholders. And part of the reason they had it so good last quarter was because of strong crack spreads. Now, that's the term that's used for the refiners. So it's not always just, oh, if oil goes up, you know, all energy does well. No, like the refiners, it matters on these crack spreads. And they were good. So that's where they were getting the big uh, cash flows. But nitrogen fertilizers, that's struggling a bit more. So they did say that the urea ammonia nitrate, that was down 43% as those prices have really come down after last year's spike on the Ukraine war. And ammonia, ammonia, yeah, was down um, 40%. And so that was impacting as well on the quarter. But I don't expect the fertilizers to stay down at these levels for forever. Um, I do think we'll, we're going to see another bigger rebound in those. So year to date, uh, CVI is up 3.6%. And this one has a market cap of 3.3 billion. For some reason, I did not write down uh, the PE or the price to sales, but we know it's under 20. And we know the price of sales is under one. So not a biggie. It is still cheap. And it was like one of the few energy companies that was on the list. And I haven't talked about 
any of the refiners in quite some time. So I thought I'd throw it in there. Uh, but again, a lot of home builders on the list. Uh, we had some retailers. Uh, first, uh, Builders First Source was on there. We've talked about them recently. But um, in addition to Skechers, Ethan Allen, and then some of these manufacturing type of companies and like big equipment makers like Korematsu was on there. And so take a look at the Zach's number one rank list and on those types of value stocks, because I think you might be surprised kind of when you dig in a little bit what is on there. Like I did not ex- 